everybody. Welcome back to California School Bus Drivers Podcast. This is episode four. We've been moving slowly, unfortunately, um, just waiting on some pieces to come together for future episodes with um, our California School Bus Driver trainer, my boss, or she's now retired, but she's still got her trainer's um, piece, so she's coming back into the network soon. Um, just hasn't been back yet. Um, welcome. If you're a first time listener, my name is Valerie. I'm a proud California school bus driver and I've been driving for, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> I swear every time I start podcasts, I start coughing. Um, <laughs> sorry, please forgive me. I've been driving for about three and a half years, I guess. Um, and I absolutely love my job. And my goal with my career is to eventually become a certified California school bus driver trainer, which entails going to the CHP Academy and getting that certification. Um, if you're a returning listener, welcome back. I really appreciate you listening. I think um, the more information that's out there about what we do here in California and why we do it, um, it just... It just protects everybody a little bit better the information is important and and what drivers are held to really protects the you know the public and our babies we transport the most precious cargo so I felt the need to make a podcast for that reason you know there's a lot of issues on the road and um, a lot of uh, I I don't want to say stereotypes but um I think a lot of people look at bus drivers in a, I don't want to say a bad light either, but just in a not so good way. And I really want people to understand, especially Californians, to understand what a school bus driver has to go through to become one and to stay one and why we do it. Um, So welcome back if you're returning and welcome if you're a first time listener. Today I wanted to kind of talk about um, stuff I see on the road when I'm behind the wheel with my babies, you know, in my bus. And the reason I bring it up today is because I had, well, I don't know, not one, two, three, three people pass my stop sign, you know, the little red stop sign that pops off the bus and it blinks red lights saying stop, you know, don't cross. I had three people pass that illegally, and the issue with that is no matter what time of day, but in the morning, kids are late to the bus a lot, right? And so we have these warning light systems to show the traffic and the people on the road that we're making a school bus stop, and the reason we do that is because kids are probably running late, and they could dart into the street or dart behind the bus or in front of your car just to make the bus on time and it's very dangerous it's it's cold it's dark this time of year so in the mornings I mean you won't see them coming or going and so those warning light systems that we have on our bus are very important to obey and um, I know in the afternoon when it's really bright out they're hard to see, um, but at the same time, same thing. A mom could be darting to the bus running late. A kid could be darting off to mom who's across the street. You definitely don't want to 
neglect stopping when you see the stop arm come out, the stop sign and the red uh, warning light system on the school bus. I had three today and one happened to be a fire department employee in a fire department vehicle. So that's, you know, and I get it. I I totally get it. You know, when you're behind the wheel in your own vehicle, you kind of get in a zone. You're thinking about your day. You're thinking about what you got to do or what you already did. I I get it. I've been guilty too, you know. Um, But it's really important to practice defensive driving when you are behind the wheel. Because these babies, I mean, you cannot predict what they're going to do at any given moment. Um, so with the three today, thankfully nobody was hurt. There were no accidents. Nothing happened of it. It was just a car blowing past my, you know, stop sign and my red lights. Um, but it's frustrating as a driver because we have the responsibility of keeping potentially 84 families safe. 84 families fit on my bus. Well, uh, at least one member of 84 families fit on my bus and that responsibility is huge. I mean, it's not taken lightly. We're not trained to take it lightly. Um, We might look grumpy behind the wheel because of that responsibility that we hold. You know, it's just so heavy and it's so worrisome because I'm sure if you're not a bus driver, you have seen um, traffic violations that you're like, really, you know, road rage is a real thing for a real reason. Um, but as a bus driver, as a school bus driver, um, just knowing that the responsibility of all those families is, is on my shoulders. It's frustrating when people, you know, pass that stop sign. It's even more frustrating, to be honest, when people slow down and, and kind of give me a wave like, oops, I didn't see it. But then don't stop and keep going. Don't be that guy, please. <laughs> that is so frustrating because it's like, really, you don't know what's out there running to me or running from me at this moment. And oh, it's so scary. It's so scary. So yeah, I mean, when you're driving the school bus, it's, it's loud inside it's very um, chaotic depending on which route you drive in my district we have three kind of like I don't I don't want to use the word normal but normal routes and then we have one route that goes to a after-school program that um, has a ton of kids and this after-school program is just play there is time allotted for homework if they decide to do so but really it's just play and it's a great program um for kids and especially for parents who need their kids to go somewhere um while they're still working an extended day just isn't long enough or the location of this program is closer to where they live or an easier pickup for them I mean the program's great um but that route unfortunately is like our worst route and the reason I say that is because the kids get on the bus and they're used to playing together for hours after school so once school's over it's now playtime and again the reason for this podcast is you know road safety and and what we experience as drivers, you know, and the frustration of violations on the road when drivers pass our reds or, you know, 
don't really pay attention to the bus. Um, A lot of it is just they're not educated. And us as drivers driving like a particular group that's more difficult than other groups, it's so loud we can't hear anything that's going on outside. No matter how much we ask the kids, you know, to quiet down, it's so loud on those rougher routes to um, hear anything. So as a driver, when you encounter a bus or see one, be be expected to see their lights just flap on out of nowhere, you know, because they're distracted too. I mean, can you imagine driving with 84 screaming kids or even 84 quiet kids that are tattling on each other or saying your name, Mrs. or Mrs. So-and-so or Mr. So-and-so, you know, can you imagine that distraction? And, and that's just inside the bus, you know, so just, just be mindful. Um, as a driver that isn't driving a bus, I encourage you to just (laughs) have a little patience with the speed of our buses. Like we have governors on our buses and that's, that's a device that slows down our bus so that we cannot speed. Um, but it also makes us very slow and, and we're taught to drive slow, you know, for safety reasons and all that. And we get that you guys are frustrated on the road. I was one of those moms before, I mean, well, let's see, three and a half years ago, I was that mom who would be so ticked off and like, come on, pull over. I'm over being behind you. I'm over this. I have things to do. And I would be that mom super frustrated and and that's that's human there's nothing wrong with that feeling at all just I hope this podcast shares some or shed some light on why we are slow and it, it, it's, it's really for safety and um it's because if we were to go the speed you went we couldn't slow down at the speed that you slow down and you know we have a lot of precious cargo on our buses um I also wanted to talk about nighttime driving really quick in this podcast. And I hope this one's not going to be as long as my other ones. um, Because I can only imagine listening to myself talk uh, for as long as some of these go on. But nighttime driving. Nighttime driving, the bus is way easier to see. I mean, we're glowing colors almost all the time when we're coming to a stop. Um, But nighttime driving is really hard for a driver because... I don't know if you've noticed in your personal vehicle, you know, when you're driving at night, the glare from the headlights and stuff. Well, the bus, there are 28 rows of seats. So that means there's 28 windows on one side and 28 windows on the other side, plus your giant windshield in the front and your window in the back. Plus you have five additional mirrors that pick up any reflection anywhere near you. And so it's really tough to see at night. Um, you would think it wouldn't be, but it, it actually is harder to drive at night in a bus than it is in the day. The windows are a great benefit in the day, and I'll go into that in a minute. Um, but at night, it's very hard to see it. Oh, and the door. The door is a giant glass panel with two doors, you know. So when we're driving at night, like in the wee mornings of the hour, and we're picking up our kids, you know, before the sun comes up or before daylight savings time which recently just happened thankfully we're driving in you know dawn now and not like before dawn um 
we really only drive like two, maybe three weeks in like really, really dark mornings and then daylight saving times happens and so that's great um but still even with that it's dark enough to still need headlights and we're probably slower in the mornings than we are in the afternoons because it's so hard to see and we don't know where the kids might be coming from parents could be running late parking across street run run you're gonna miss the bus you know just be extra cautious I guess is the message here um, when it's dark because you would think it wouldn't be um, so hard with all the windows and stuff but it's really difficult in the dark in the daytime the windows don't have the glare effect that they have at night or in the dawn morning hours Um, the windows are a great benefit during the day but they also um, I don't know they're a distraction too because you got to think the bus is 40 feet long at least the one I drive is um it's 40 feet long so there's a lot of information when you look up into your your like main what would I call that mirror a passenger mirror where you know you see the bus driver and the bus driver sees everybody that big mirror your rear view mirror um when you look up into that You know, there's a lot of information you're receiving. You're looking at, again, 28 rows on each side of windows. You're looking at 84 potential students. And then you have your mirrors. And then you have your windshield. And you have everything else that you're looking and checking at. So, again, another reason why buses are just a little more cautious, a little slower than you'd expect them to be. Um, The driver is really interpreting a lot of information and trying to stay focused on the information that is most important and trying to anticipate uh, what traffic around them is going to do. And that's a challenge, especially when, again, your reds are blown and people are, I'm sorry I didn't see you. You know, it's kind of frustrating because when I'm on the job and I'll speak for myself and I'm sure a lot of bus drivers will agree with this, but, um, I'll speak for myself when I'm on the road. I am frustrated when that kind of thing happens because it's one thing if it's an accident, right? They don't see you. They don't even notice you. Okay. I get that. Try to be you know, mindful in the future. But when you're slowing down, waving, saying, I'm sorry, I didn't see you. And then still driving. That's frustrating because my dedication and my level of, um, concentration is so high while I'm working that it just, it hurts a little bit. It almost feels like, do you not care as much as I care about this cargo? And I know that's not what it is. But that's how I feel behind the wheel, because when you're behind the wheel with the responsibility on your shoulders, you were just, you're so worried about every single child on your bus. You're so worried about their safety. You're worried about yours. You're worried about everybody else on the road, you know, and when people drive by, I've been flipped off. My entire bus has been flipped off, you know, because I put out my reds and I honked at them when they passed me from behind. You know, and they had to drive around my bus into oncoming traffic lane and then flip my whole bus off. You know, it's just like, I want to understand. And I remember being, I mean, frustrated with slower transportation like buses or big rigs and things like that before I was a driver. But now that I am a driver, I like, 
I have a hard time wrapping my head around that frustration sometimes because I'm like, really? So I guess that's the goal of this podcast is to educate um, people who don't drive school buses or big rigs or slower vehicles, people who, who might not have a better insight without it. The goal is that this podcast will benefit the greater good of transportation as a whole. And um, I really hope that I didn't offend anybody by anything because I admit to myself being frustrated. I admit to myself being, you know, before I was a bus driver, passing a bus when I shouldn't have. Um, I, I'm not trying to offend anybody. I think we all could use some growth um, with safety. I mean, it's an, it's a growing thing. It never changes. Or, I mean, it always changes. It's never the same. I mean, safety evolves, and and we have to be a part of that evolution. And part of that is being responsible and um, educated. So hopefully this sheds some light on some safety stuff. Um, Next podcast. I'm not entirely sure what the subject's going to be, but I guarantee it's going to be bus-related. Um, hopefully it won't take too long before my trainer, driver, trainer, instructor, um, comes on board and chats with us about some of the legal requirements us California school bus drivers are held to and why. Um, but that is coming. So hang in there with us. I know it's a little slow moving with this podcast, but you know, we, we want to do it right. We don't want to rush into it. So, um, yeah. That's it for now, I guess. And enjoy your day. If you have any questions, I don't think on this podcast or any of the other ones, uh, you can comment or anything, but um, maybe if we gain some traffic with this, we'll make some sort of social media or some sort of outlet for, you know, public comment and stuff like that. So we can really get to the answers being answered correctly and questions being answered if people have them. Because what good is somebody saying something if you don't know you can trust it and get a solid answer? Um, For those who might be listening that are not California, um, either drivers or residents, a lot of the laws and things I talk about on this really, I mean, only pertain to California. So um, if you disagree because of your state laws being different than California's, Uh, There's not a whole lot I can help you with that. Uh, The only thing I can direct you to is your state laws and your state um, legislations um, for for what you are held to as a driver or as a resident of that state. Um, But as far as California goes, we're trying to keep it as legit and legal as possible. Uh, Of course, we're human, so I may misspeak at times. And hopefully I'll get correction and fix it in the future. But um, a lot of this is just coming from my training. And when my driver trainer instructor comes on here, you'll be able to hear more about that training and exactly what that training is. And it's, to me, very exciting. And it was exciting coming into it before being an actual school bus driver because I had no idea no idea what a bus driver had to go through 
and continued had to go through um, to remain a school bus driver for California. So stay tuned if you're interested and feel free to share this if you feel inclined to. I hope you have a blessed day. Thanks. Bye.